Everyone loves a good family mystery, especially one with as many twists and turns as June's journey. Step into the role of June Parker and search for hidden clues to uncover the mystery of her sister's murder. Where will each chapter take you? June's Journey is a hidden object mystery game with a captivating detective story taking you back to the glamour of the 1920s with a diverse cast of characters. After a stressful take on the valley, there's nothing more relaxing than playing a round of June's Journey. I take in all the glamorous culture of the 1920s, scandalous family secrets, and explore and even build my own vivid sceneries. So can you crack the case? June needs your help, detective. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. What's up, biatches? We're back. I feel like I've caught in mouth right now and I haven't even smoked any weed, but... Um, hi, Luke. Hi, Chris. Welcome, welcome back to Sex, Love, and What Else Matters. Hey, I've been here all week. Do I have to say that every single time we start the podcast? <sighs> that's a good question. I'm not really seasoned in this industry, yeah. so that's I'm not the right person. Well, you guys know you're at the right place. Here we is. It's just me and Luke today. Luke and I have spent the week together. He's been in California, and I have been sick as a flipping dog. Where did that, number one, where did that even come from? Like, where did that say, why is it sick as a dog? My dogs are never sick. Hmm. Well, dogs throw up a lot. That's true, but I'm not throwing up. I just, I caught like, basically, I feel like I caught like a Vegas germ virus. Not COVID. Tested. Totally negative. Haven't left my house all week. Everyone relax. Could have been the flu. Maybe it was a shitty cold. Honestly, every time I was in with all the girls, as I said on the last podcast for Brittany's birthday, we were all in Vegas. And every time I would touch the escalator handrails, I would get yelled at by all the girls. They're like, don't, don't touch that. Oh my God. That's disgusting. Disgusting. Which it is. Yeah. I mean, most of Vegas is pretty gross. But like slot machines, chips, they're not sanitizing that shit. So I asked for it. I'm feeling on the up and up now. And then the second that my cold, whatever it was, was over, I started my period. So Patrice, the period monster is currently with you right now. Luke, do you love Patrice? Oh, Patrice is not my favorite (laughs) person. How's she been this month? Uh, you know, it wasn't the best transition from sick Kristen to Patrice. It It was a little, little 
not great. It felt a little bit unappreciated for a second there. It's like, <laughs> like Patrice was just came out of nowhere. And I'm like, look, I've been cleaning the house and doing the dishes and doing these things this week while you've been sick. <laughs> and, and buying <laughs> me soup and taking the dogs yeah, to the park. And, and take, yeah. And take care of the dogs, going to the grocery and take, and you know, and then all stuff. of a sudden I was like, okay, I'm feeling a little bit better. I think I'm starting actually. Okay. Today I feel better. And then all of a sudden Patrice comes fucking stomping in like the incredible Hulk. Patrice is here. Too bad, Luke. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, She wasn't such a cunt this time around, but dude, I've had cramps for three days. So that's my week. Mm -hmm. Luke, how was your week? How was your week? How was your weekend while I was in Vegas? Uh, I got to golf. I've been in the driving range a few times. Been in the park every day with the dogs. Pickleball. Pickleball was fun. You're living your best fucking life. Yeah, it's been good. I I still (laughs) feel like, though, there's like this part of me that is missing on missing out on making some progress. Like we do the podcast right, but it's like I don't have a project here. And when I'm in California. Yeah, you and I are both like very like project type people. Right. We like to get our hands dirty. We yeah. need to multitask. It feels like we have no purpose. Yeah. But we're we have a lot of ideas and I think we're beginning to execute them well just because we're not talking about them publicly. Right. And the weather definitely affects it too because I have projects in other states. And it's pretty hard to do projects when it's snowing in a high of 15 Are you degrees. Hitman? Are you in the cartel? Like, what's up? <laughs> we just watched we, we, some the, kind of Hitman movie. So I feel like I was like, what are, what are said projects in other states, Luke? You remember this? You said you don't want to know what I'm doing That's true. when I'm not here. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> so, yeah. So back to Vegas. So I went to Vegas over the weekend. Luke watched all the dogs in California. Honestly, I typically, number one, I fucking hate Vegas, except I love slot machines and roulette. I don't like dressing up. I don't like getting ready. I just, God, I don't know. I'm just one of those girls. However, this Vegas trip was by far, hands down, my favorite Vegas trip and probably favorite girls trip I've ever taken. The only thing that was missing was Lala. And for everyone that was asking me online, why wasn't Lala there? Why not? Why not? She was not feeling well, like super last minute. She was so bummed out. She was texting us all weekend and she just felt it was better for her and Ocean not to come, which duh, I agree. So she was definitely the missing piece. But otherwise, we just had the best group of girls. We saw Magic Mike. If y'all haven't seen Magic Mike in Vegas, oh my flipping God. I've seen Chippendales. I've seen a couple of things, but Magic Mike is like absolutely next level. And one of Sheena's friends is one of the dancers. It's like straight up like B-boys, like killing it. My friend Jacqueline hosted it. So it was just like extra special for all of us. And we had like dinner. We did do a dumb club night one night, but it felt very safe and actually fun. I feel like I'm way too fucking old for clubs. But everything was just perfect. And then we had just girls nights in the room. We played Truth or Dare. Oh, my God. It was so much fun. So that was Vegas. I'm glad you had fun, babe. I'm really glad. Yeah, because I was like, you know, I love Brittany, but I was fucking like, please don't make me go. Yeah. This is one of the greatest moments when I'm super happy you had such a good time and I have zero (laughs) FOMO. Don't feel like I missed out on anything. So it's great. And we had Zach there to like take care of us and protect us. Yeah. Need a 6'4". How, uh, how do you feel about like girls nights and boys nights? Like, do you feel the same way now as you felt maybe like from your first relationship or through your whole dating experiences? Cause I just know a lot of guys sometimes have shit 
about girls like having their girls weekends and I have friends who are like, "Uh, my man doesn't get a boys night. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's not, I I don't think that's cool. I'm glad that you aren't that way for me. I love a poker night and it makes me think of how to lose a guy in 10 days when she like invades poker night. Right. Uh, yeah, that's so great. That would be, I, I, I'd be more firm. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, you can't bring up no, you're right. a movie that uh, was written. The book was written by my co-author, Hallelujah, without me quoting it. Okay, that's but yes, no, 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 that's, that's hilarious. But, but I'm though. saying like that's what I think of Boys Night and with Girls Night, like your trip to Vegas. So happy that you got that. I'm super. I love that for you. I love that for you and all the girls. I've never really had the FOMO or the jealousy with it with my past girlfriends. But this specifically, I get extra comfort knowing that like it's a bunch of married girls that literally just want to be around their friends because life is happening all the time. You guys need that. You need to be around each other, be able to let loose. Yeah. And just be like girls, like the shit you guys don't like when you guys all want to like go hang out in a man cave or a garage and talk about like your sweaty ball sacks and your cars or something. And we want to gossip or talk about our relationships or our feelings or just get gussied up together. Right. And on top of that, none of the husbands or boyfriends of any of these other girls that went with you had to sit there ready to go out and wait an hour for you guys to do your makeup and get ready. (laughs) So that's another bonus. What actually takes me the longest to do Hmm. in my getting ready process? Probably clothes. One million percent. Yeah. It's not the shower. It's not the makeup. It's not not full glam, but I can be like ready to go makeup wise in six minutes. Yeah. I definitely take longer showers than you. Yeah. Yeah. My showers are fast. I can shave my entire body and take a full shower in less than 10. I don't like enjoy unless I'm sick and I need the steam. I don't like enjoy showers. I hate baths. I don't want to sit in like a bath of my own skin cells. Like, I don't know. It fucking weirds me out anyway. (laughs) Different topic. Mm, (laughs) Um, But yeah, I don't, I definitely had boyfriends. It's real. I think it's just about the, the company you keep, Right. It's the partner that you have. If you're freaking out about a girl's night or a boy's nights or a whatever night, it's because you don't trust your partner. Agreed. And I was the only, I guess, technically, quote unquote, single girl there like me and Zach. Otherwise, everyone else is married. I'm pretty yeah. sure. So, I mean, I could drop a situation that I wouldn't be comfortable with a quote unquote girl's night. Like what? Like you and a bunch of girls that I've actually never spent time around that are all single and younger and want to go out and somewhere in LA and it's like, okay, these a bunch of early thirties, late twenties girls that are single looking for guys and you're going to go out with them and let's talk about the last time that happened. Exactly. I'm saying I could draw. No, no, no. Really. The last time that that actually happened, you and I had just been talking on the phone a bunch. We weren't even like dating, dating yet. Yeah. And I went out with Katie Maloney, with my right. friend Dana, Mara, and Raleigh. And I went, I was like, wait, Katie lives like in my complex. Like, wait, what are you guys doing today? Wait, you're having a girls night? I'm going to come. Can I come with you? I went down to the pool with them, went and got ready. They're like, we're going here. We're going there. And so we ended up this bar and the bar was called, I think it's called The Friend, I believe, or Friends. And to me, it sounded like a fun little neighborhood, like dive bar type shit. You know, do you remember mm-hmm. what I'm talking about? Oh, I, yeah, I remember very vividly. We, I think you and I had only yeah. been like talking for what, like a month or so, two months. Maybe. maybe, maybe. I'd say it was less than a month after the Denver. Trip, yeah. After Red Rocks. And yeah. so I'm so excited to go out with all my friends who my one friend is uh, married. The rest are single. 
And I'm like, yeah, this is a fucking girl. This is a proper ass girls night. Like start at 7 p.m., grab some dinner. Let's bar hop in our, not in our neighborhood. And what happened? This so-called, what I assumed to be a dive bar ended up being like a bunch of young and 20 something year olds, like dancing to the worst fucking wannabe rap club music I've ever heard in my entire life. And I had an absolute panic attack, didn't even finish my first drink, walked out to the curb. I basically like told one of my friends, like I'm doing an Irish goodbye so you don't freak out and look for me. And I called Luke, I called my Uber and then I called Luke and I was like, I have to get the fuck out of here. I'm going home. Oh yeah. I remember you were freaking out for sure. You said, you explained it to me, sent me a picture. I'm like, that looks miserable. Like Kristen and I are definitely on the same page. Like whatever gets y'all off. Like I just, you know, if you like clubbing, awesome. If you're a warehouse girl, do it. If you're a, I, I need to see male strippers in Vegas. Hells yeah. I just am not that girl anymore. Yeah. And that's where we're on the same page as far as. I do feel bad sometimes. I can't say how many times I've had some friends, the couple friends I've made in LA asked me to go out in WeHo on the weekend. And, oh, it's so hard to get myself mentally prepared or be able to actually do that. Well, like we, were, I, we were literally supposed to do that. Yeah, I know. This weekend. Well, I, I went out last Friday. <laughs> when she was in Vegas, I did go, but it was, I drove, so I didn't drink like hardly at all. I had like one drink and a jello shot. With Kyle Chan, who's become my best... And a jello shot. L.A. friend. Yeah. I had a jello shot in Vegas. Did you? <laughs> yeah, I had one. That's it funny. It was terrible. Did you, was it like the syringe type or like the cup no, type? No, it was like covered with like a foil. Like Okay. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was at Magic Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Sheen was like, jello shots for everyone. And we were like, okay, that's a fun way to get the night started. And we were like, yeah, that's not so good. Yeah. Well, this I was good. I love that we both did a jello shot. That's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, it's just so great that neither of us, that's one thing that we bond with is that we don't like the big club scene. We don't want to be bumping shoulders and backs and chest with everybody that's on the dance floor. Like that's not something that either of you, you or I no, want. Unless it were all of our friends. Like if we had, you know what I mean? Like if we had yeah. some big house party and we were all right. shoulder to shoulder, like that's fun and yeah. sweaty and weird and great. <laughs> But, Sweaty and weird and great. Yeah. So, you, so have you ever been though, like a jealous type? No, I have. I, I've had my moments of, like, there's a voice chat that still goes on with like I don't even know how many people on that. I'm pretty sure I have at least one or two exes on there, and a lot of my guy friends. And I got to read some of this. I'm not going to tell you guys who is in this voice chat. There's so many people you would know and not know. But I have seen photos that have been sent in this boys chat where I'm like, this is who you guys are. Like, like just like full vagina photos. I'm like, seriously, why are you guys sending photos of like porn vaginas? Like, hey, did you see that? <laughs> I'm 14. Like you can get the, p- you have pussy at home, you weirdo. And I hate the P word. <laughs> <laughs> but it fucking annoys me. You don't worry me. However, I did have a little bit of a meltdown one time when you had a, a quote unquote boys night. It wasn't necessarily a boys' night. It was recruiting for a beer pong tournament. Do we want to talk about that right now? Yeah, that's a fucking trigger. I don't like rec- I don't like the word recruit. Re- the word recruiting is now a trigger for Kristen. Yes, it is. Which is interesting because I, I literally didn't do anything. Because you just misinterpreted it. Luke went to Colorado. They were having, what do you call it? A Wheeler. A Rich Wheeler beer pong tournament. But you called that the hol- It was like a Halloween party. Halloween Wheeler, yeah. Yeah, so it was like this big like annual beer pong party tournament thing they've been doing for a million years, right? Like 10 years or something uh, crazy? Over 10 years, yeah. Yeah. 
Luke says, yeah, I definitely have to go back to Colorado for this. You should come. This would be so great. And as much as I truly did, I think I thought it would be really fun. It just, I, I can't just leave town all the time with my dogs and all of that. So he's back in Colorado. And as we've told you guys, they have so much property out there. And he and a couple of his guy friends went out to quote, end quote, recruit people to come to said beer punk tournament. Well, when mama hears recruit, what I hear is you're trying to find girls. Okay. Let's back up. Just and like I threw two a tiny temper tantrum. Just two seconds. Tell me and tell everyone else how much it was the fact that I told a mutual friend's wife. Just call Rachel out. Rachel, okay, Brian, okay, okay, fucking okay. calling you out, bitch. Rachel. Let's <laughs> put Rachel in the middle of this because Greg and I and Tom had been out, right? And a girl that was just in this group of people I've been talking to about this beer pong tournament came up and gave me her number before she left. And I thought it was funny. And I said it in front of Rachel. So then Rachel spun that to Kristen and Kristen's now thinks, oh, Luke's going out looking for phone numbers, talking to girls. He's he's only trying to get girls here because I'm not going to be there. That's what happened. She didn't, well, she didn't tell me that part. She just said, they're going like recruiting because they have enough like guy friends, but they don't really have like girls to be here for like the single guys and they just need more people. So they're going to be recruiting girls. And I was wow. like, fuck that shit. Well, I got to tell you that. So I was no very, point. very passive aggressive that night, which is not my style. I'm typically pretty assertive and direct and direct. Do you think I'm aggressive? I don't think I am. No, I think I'm just assertive and direct. But that night I was so passive aggressive with you. I was like, Oh yeah. What are you doing? Like all through text. This is what my voice sounds like when I'm texting him. Oh yeah. What are you doing? Oh, you're just out doing karaoke. That's cool. How's that going? Are you recruiting Luke? And then Luke goes to his truck. Oh, He's like goodness. trying to call me a bunch of times. I'm declining his calls. I'm like, I'm busy right now. I'm watching a movie. I don't have time for this. Yeah, you guys Everything's hearing fine. This? It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I was so fucking annoyed. <laughs> Not because I thought you were going to like hook up with someone or anything, but I'm like, no, these two dudes, one is married. One is like essentially about to be married. Like they don't get to use you as a pawn just to get hot chicks. No, no, no. The only person that gets to use you as a pawn is me. So fuck off. Wait, you're saying I can never be a wingman for any of my friends that are single? Is that what you're you saying? You can be a wingman, but it's not like to flirt with girls. Like I'm a great wing woman, but I don't flirt with a guy and then pawn that guy off on my friend. I'm there to support. I'm there to like peep dudes for her, but I'm not going to like walk up to a guy as if I'm interested in him and then say, go ahead and my girlfriend's single. Fuck no. Are you kidding me? I wear a clada. If you guys don't know what a clada is, it's an Irish ring that my sister bought me. It only fits my left ring finger. So I wear that. I wear a ring on my damn left ring finger. And if any dude ever were to hit on me, I would be like, if you're cool, we can all be friends. Otherwise, step back. I got a man. Uh-huh. And that happened at Christmas. And this was before Halloween. And Kristen and I became <laughs> official around or mm, start of December. Okay, so just fine. put a timeline on this whole deal. <laughs> I don't care. Patrice the period monster says no. But she yeah. says I'm right. But I, since then, have never cared when you've gone out for boys' nights. I, in fact, 
as you were saying earlier, like I not only approve of it, not that you need my approval, but I push for it. I think it is great. I think guys need bonding time. I think girls need bonding time. I think friends in general need bonding time without their significant others. Just in that moment, I was like, bitch, you're not there to recruit. Like, fuck that. Rachel had such a pivotal part in creating that friction between you and me. So if you're listening to this, Rachel, I know that you did because I at no point said we were trying to find girls for this thing. I said we didn't know if we had enough people for this tournament. So we were just trying to get people. But I did say at the one point that this random girl in this group of people I was talking to came up and gave me her number. That did happen. I think that just misconstrued everything. Anyway, moving on. Mm-hmm. So. so we're cool with girls nights and boys cool. nights. I think it is necessary. That is my opinion. I think if there's trust in the relationship, which if there's not, then you shouldn't be in the relationship. But I think it's super healthy yeah. and normal as long as you come home at night or if it's like, oh, I'm fucking wasted. I'm staying at Brittany's house or whatever. Right. As long as you're in communication, it is so healthy and it is so necessary to have friend time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? No, totally. Jelly and that's bean? the other thing is I, I need to, I'm working on making more friends when I'm in Los Angeles. I've got friends in a lot of places in the country, but as far as LA goes, I don't have a lot that, uh, I guess have time to hang out or do things that I like to do. No, I loved that you had that wild day where you were like golfing 19 holes and then 18, go, yeah. what? It's only 18. Sorry. 18. <laughs> I love golf. 18 holes and then playing pickleball. I was like, sweet. I'll be sick and walk the dogs. Rock and roll. <sighs> Speaking of sports, I want to move on from this. I'm just really sad about football, which is not sex love, but it is what else matters. It's coming to an end. We got one I'm game really left. sad about football and it is something that Luke and I bond over that I love. We played fantasy we bond over playing different games together. Like I just, I love that. And I think that is something that I've realized with you, strangely enough, in all my relationships, it's like having certain things to bond over, even with differences is like so cool and important. Yeah, absolutely. Especially because of all the differences we have. People love to tell us about our differences. Oh yeah. The onlineers, we love you. Keep following us, but. We have gotten an ask me anything question or a section coming up here. And before I get to that, there've been plenty of emails and messages about. So many emails, you guys. About uh, just the dynamic because I grew up hunting and fishing. I'm an outdoorsman and conservationist. Kristen is a vegetarian, has lived in LA for 15 years, something like that. And I'm like small town, we're just very opposite in that way. We've got a lot in common and as far as morals and principles and things go, and we have so much fun and we don't judge each other. We very much accept each other in so many ways. It's so great. But there are some fundamental things that are kind of like, how does this even work? So I want to kind of address how that works. I mean, how we make that work. Yeah, I think in the, the at least as far as the vegetarian versus hunter thing, it, people make it so black and white. And I typically am not a black and white person. I think I believe in like the gray area. Like you find a way to to meld and mesh your lives together. Luke knows like, no, I don't want to see like a dead animal hanging in our garage one day. I don't want to know certain things. But I also know we've had extensive conversations about these hobbies that mean a lot to him and the fact that he is a conservationist, which we've sort of dabbled on in this podcast before in past episodes. Sometimes I just need to like turn my head the other way 
And it's like, if that, that's the thing that's going to break us, like, I'm sorry, he's super hot. He's really good in bed. He's a really awesome person. He treats me like a fucking queen, but he likes to hunt and fish. So what, he's off the table. Yeah. No, right. sorry guys. That's my answer. He doesn't like shove like me eating down my throat. He's not like, you should try it. You do it. <laughs> it's just like a respect on both sides. And Honestly, I think I'm more inquisitive and in, we, we've discussed on this podcast. Like I ask questions that, you know, I don't really want to know the answer to. Yeah. And that's how I answer it. I say, you yeah. don't, you don't want to hear the answer to that question. So I'm just, I guess what I'm saying guys is like, I'm a little tired of the scrutiny that we're getting. I love the inquisition of it. Like you guys inquiring and wondering how do we make this work when it is such a huge dynamic, but the scrutiny I'm not cool with because you know, we love each other. And I respect, I'm not trying to change my partner. And I think that's like a huge thing that people try to do. I know it's something I used to do when I was younger. Yeah. And I think the biggest thing, the thing that, so Kristen was 100% anti any animals dying for any reason whatsoever. And when we have talked, she has understood that the conservationist in me, I'm the guy, when I go out hunting, if I see trash in the woods, I pick it up. I don't just go killing things for no reason. I always have all my licenses and so much of license money goes to conservation that people don't understand. Like if you're not donating to actual conservation, you know, conservation agencies or foundations, then you're not contributing as much as hunters and fishermen are to preserving the landscape, preserving these wild areas. And so like the respect for that should be there as well as the fact that I eat everything that I shoot and we both are on the same page about animals being tortured. Like I absolutely hate it. I've literally, this might sound soft to any guys listening, whatever, but I I've gotten emotional if I don't make a perfect shot when I'm hunting, it doesn't feel good if, if it's not, Yeah, you've gotten like, you've gotten like shaken up telling me stories before we're very few. Yeah. But no, I've, I've had a lot of training and I've shot a lot in my life. And so I'm very good. But mistakes happen, little thing, misjudgments happen. And I feel like fucking shit if I yeah. don't make this clean because, you know, whatever. We, we stand the same on like, that's, I guess I want to, what I want to just clear up and then we'll move on to something way more fun. Yeah, yeah. Is on. that like, I despise the thought of animals being tortured and I'm very green in the area of hunting and I'm not, you know, I don't know a whole lot about it. Lucas taught me a lot about it and... And I think I just respect what his stance is on it. Doesn't mean I'm going to be a part of it, but I love him. And if that's the one thing that we differ on, like he's a good dude. So that's that. There's your answer. All of your emails, all of your DMs, all of your ask me anything. We've gotten like a billion. That's our answer. Yeah. You know? Thanks, baby. Last thing I want to leave you with one last comment. Just don't demonize hunters. Most of us are conservationists. Sure, there's bad eggs out there, but guess what? There's also vegan people that think they're doing all the good in the world, shoving stuff down people's throat and spreading nothing but hate because people don't think the way they think. So there's bad eggs in every group. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, y'all, just spread love, not don't spread hate. You know exactly. what I mean? Yeah. All right, let's move the fuck on. You guys, my 40th birthday is coming up. There. I said it out loud. I thought it was your 36th. Shut up. You were born on a leap year. I hate you. Yeah, my 40th birthday is coming up. And this isn't because it's my 40th, but like I literally cannot stand having parties that are about me. I hate it. 
I don't want the attention. I want to help with all the every other party. I'm a great party planner. I'm an amazing host. I just don't care. And this has been proven over the last like 10 years of my life that I went bowling for like four years and then had like people in my backyard. So this year, I feel I've been bullied into having a party, mostly by my older sister, because <laughs> she loves them. And yeah, I'm just freaking out a little bit about that. But you've been like so awesome and like kind and a good partner about keeping me on track because I'm so fucking ADD. <laughs> and grouchy sometimes when and I try to bring it up and I'm like, hey, so. Grouchy you know, is a kind word. <laughs> we're, down, we're down to like three and a half weeks till your birthday. We might want to like figure out what you want to do. If you yeah. don't do I, and I've all I've said too so many times, like literally, I don't care. I'm here to support. If you want to sit at home and watch movies all day and get stoned, do mushrooms, whatever you want mm -hmm. to do, I am in for it. Yeah. If you want to throw a party, if you want to go out, whatever it is you want to, let's do it. I'm going to take you to a break room regardless, because I think you're going to feel so fucking good after doing Will that. Will you tell everyone what a break room is in case they don't know? And I've never been to one, so I'm very excited. Yeah. So a break room, you get to just go destroy stuff, like throw plates into the ground, smash TVs, you know, just destroy stuff and get that anger out. And it's just all stuff that was junk anyway. You know, it's going to the dump regardless. So you get it and you pay whatever to go in the room for X amount of time, you need to just break everything. I, I do remember an episode of Vanderpump Rules where I was, for some reason, me of all people, you guys, was not invited to this break room. I can't remember who went, but I was so fucking jealous when I heard about it. And when I watched it back, I was livid. I'm the one person in the world out of probably the whole world or just the show that needs that because I don't... <laughs> physically do things to like enrage my anger like get get it out of my system i just like cry <laughs> so yeah luke was like let's go to a fucking break room mm -hmm. and then i have family and friends flying in town so we just rented like a little airbnb in the area and we're just gonna have a small little shindig with puppies and toddlers when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Which like is exactly what I want. And we still have to make up the invite, but wait, let me, let me see the one thing everyone's like, Oh, do you want a theme? Do you want a theme? Like, listen, I love a good theme, but I just don't have it in me right now. I have other shit on my mind. So what I decided I'm going to write to everyone is the war like wardrobe requirements are choose your own adventure, comfy, cozy, sparkly, naked, whatever makes you feel the best. That's how you dress. So that's my theme. Yeah, and I love it. I want it to be like Burning Man, even though I've never been there. But like Burning Man for everyone. Do what makes you feel the best version of you. My only concern, and it's not really Tom a concern. Tom Sandoval? No. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, no, no. Tom Sandoval is going to come up and like dressed way better than me. No, I think one of your oldest friends, though, might legitimately show up naked. <laughs> I don't think it would Which last, one? but I think it'd be a joke. Who? You don't think there's any chance Matt would just walk in naked? <laughs> oh, <laughs> my joke? friend Matt from Colorado. Yeah, yeah. That, I hope he does. I'm just saying, like, not, it's not a concern. It's just like, oh, oh man. I, the fact actually, you put that in the invitation makes me think somebody is literally going to walk in the door. I'm going to ask him to wear nothing but a loincloth. That would be my best birthday present ever. 
It's hysterical. It is funny. I just yeah, want to laugh. Funny. Yeah. I don't like getting older. It's not my favorite thing. Okay, we're going to get to AMAs in just one second. But I did get a lot of questions via email, my direct DMs, etc. about my podcast with Lala and talking about my ovulation and all of that. So let's clear the air here. Luke and I are not currently trying to get pregnant. Luke, would you like to confirm? <laughs> yeah, I mean... We are not sitting here like trying to. However, because of my age, I am just wanting to be very more aware of what the timeline looks like because in this moment, yes, I see Luke as my forever person. I really do. And I want to just know what we're in for and make sure we both are on the same page and okay with it all because you never know, like people's minds might change and depending on what that is. So yeah, my take on it is that, you know, there's a body clock that I'm aware of and the window could close. We're not going to date for five years and then think, oh, now let's try to have a kid. That's not realistic. So I want to be a father. I'm not, I don't have a hard timeline. Like let's get fucking pregnant now. Right. Not where I'm at, but I want to be it. I feel very strongly. I love you, Kristen. I love and you. I think it's, it's best that we know what the situation is and see what our window really is. So yeah. I think that's smart. Yeah. So that's, that's my ovulation situation. Uh, took a hormone test two and a half years ago. I've talked to my doctor this past week. He said, actually Sheena, God bless Sheena, who knows everything about fucking hormone levels. <laughs> said there's no way that shit has changed like that much in like basically two years. And I spoke to my doctor and he said, you know what, Kristen, young Dr. Sheena is correct. Let's have a look at those young ovaries because I agree with her. She's absolutely right. So next month I have a couple of appointments and then we'll have a better idea. But just so everyone knows, I'm not pregnant just because I'm bloated or ate too much or like didn't suck in when you saw a photo of me on Instagram. And no, Luke and I are not currently like banging it out every day trying to get pregnant. I wish. <laughs> You're stupid. Um, but yes, it is something that we have to have a conversation about because... He's 31 and I'm 39. So mm -hmm. that's what's up. You want to, you want to jump into the AMAs? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. What do you want to, do you want to start with that? Uh, the let's movie see. with the finger scene? That oh yeah. So about. I don't know if hopefully you guys follow me on Instagram and if you don't, I posted um, Luke. So Luke has not really seen many movies, which I've mentioned in the past. It's bullshit. She's got eight years on me and time to watch movies. <gasps> Rude. Eight, eight months, I said, on me and time to watch oh movies. Oh, my God, you're fired. And, but uh, Luke had never seen Fear. The Mark Wahlberg Fear, Reese Witherspoon fucking Fear movie. The be Alyssa Milano, like one of the best. It's just iconic is what that movie is. It has especially a few iconic scenes, specifically the roller coaster scene. And we watched Fear. So Luke, how did you feel about it? I understand now why you consider it iconic. I just had literally never heard of it because it came out when I was like five years old. Jesus Christ. So did you love the movie? How do you feel? What's, what's your, give me your like, give me your like a 60 second review. 60 second review. Or less. Very good movie. Uh, really You're not convincing. appreciated the acting. <laughs> I think that he nailed that role. It was incredible, especially when he yells at the door when they're looking through, let me the fuck in or whatever so he says. Scary, yeah. yeah, it was great. Ultimately, yeah, it was, it was a good movie. I'm glad I saw it. 
I don't know what else other than the fact that I wrote down in my notes that we should do a parody porno called Fear, parentheses, this dick. (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever hooked up in a theme park? so funny. Like a Ferris wheel or a Mm -hmm. roller coaster? Only made out. Yeah, same. Maybe we should do that. Like say, fuck the Mile High Club and let's go to... Top of the Ferris wheel. Or something. <laughs> I'm down. Hey, hey, bucket list. Do you know what hey, I mean? You, you know, anytime you've initiated, I've never turned you down. The only time I've quote unquote turned you down is when I'm asleep. Okay. Touche. That's fair. All right. Let's get to these ask me anythings. So first and foremost, I got a lot of questions about and for Katie Maloney. And I will not answer for her. However, I will have her on next week. And she will answer for herself. Ding, ding, ding. And I will not be here. Because Luke will be out of town. So it'll be some more girl talk. Yes. But the AMAs we got for Luke and I. All right, let's do it. How do we handle long distance? Phone sex. Short answer. Yeah. We just talked on the phone a lot. That's how this relationship started. Literally hundreds of hours on the phone over the course of these months. And yeah, I mean, there's, it's like when we're doing, we've talked about this before, but it's like when we're just doing normal household tasks, just like throwing in our headphones and talking while we do them, we get shit done. But honestly, you guys, I have a chapter in my book about like sexting and like a dick pic, which I'm super not into. And I've never really had a boyfriend who's been like a phone sex person, but I did have an ex-boyfriend who did travel a lot and we would try many years ago and it was just like, it never got me worked up. I was like, this feels cheesy and weird. And I don't know if it's because I wasn't, maybe I wasn't comfortable with my own sexuality. I don't think that's it. Hmm. There's just something about you, Luke, that it's like your voice and you're not cheesy. You're not douchey, but like I can get off in like 30 seconds of just talking to you on the phone. If you like work me up. Mm, yep. So that's that. how we handle long distance. <laughs> <laughs> and we FaceTime sometimes and send photos right. and it's pretty seamless. Like when, when we're apart for more than like two weeks, it like gets, it starts getting a little tough. Two which weeks doesn't is tough. happen often. Yeah. Two weeks is tough. One week. No big deal. For me, the 10 day point, not even two weeks, 10 days is where it starts getting like, oh man. Yeah. Yeah. One week is like pretty good because then we're both like, okay, hunker down, do our shit that we need to do. Right. And friends we want to hang out with or whatever have you. But yeah, after two weeks, it is difficult. So I don't know. I I would love to like get y'all's opinion. Please like DM us, DM me, email us if you have a long distance relationship and how the hell you do it. Because... It's, it's hard. Like, it doesn't make me ever want to go, like, find attention somewhere else. But I'm just like, fuck, I really miss having my person with me every day. Yeah. You like, know? I mean, same as your best friend being out of town. And the other thing that... Well, a little different. Uh, yeah, a little different. <laughs> my best friend be. doesn't give me dick. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Okay. Uh, another ask me anything question. How far have you gone to investigate your significant other or your ex? I don't know if this is a distance question or like... How far have you gone? So I guess what lengths have you gone to or I guess or how far have you traveled? Could be either one. Right. Okay. Do you want to answer first? (laughs) I I mean, mean, have you ever? No. I know the answer. You haven't, but go ahead. I I don't do that. I had uh, an ex-girlfriend that was on and off with for a while, drive from Colorado Springs to Wichita, Kansas to see what I was doing. How far is that? How many, like how many hours of driving? Seven hours, I think. Seven hour drive, something like that. Did she text you ahead of time? Like, Hey, I'm coming to see you. 
You know, I don't remember because okay. I don't think I was opening her text if she was like. <laughs> you were not aware that she was going to show up to wherever you were. No. Did you see her when she did show up? Oh, yeah. We literally got to the door. We were going to a comedy show mm-hmm. where Greg and Rachel started dating. And when we got to the door, she like grabbed the handle at the same time. Shut she like the fuck sh- up. showed up at the door at the Shut exact the same time. Shut the fuck up. No, that I'm is serious. such a me move. I'm fucking impressed right now, actually. <laughs> I mean, honestly, it was comical. At so first. then what happened? Wait, tell me the story. Um, yeah. So we go in and she's, she was, I think she was just like, hi, surprised to see me by herself. Or did no, she, she have had, like a posse she had, of she girls? She had a friend with her. Okay. Um, but not, nothing really happened right there. Uh, we got someone to sit. Greg and me on a different side of the auditorium or whatever we were in. So did you have a security guard like helping you guys or what? No, she kind of did. She had like a bodyguard with her. It seemed like. Oh my gosh. So the show went on, blah, blah, blah. After the show, she went to Greg's friend, now wife, Rachel, and tried to buy her a drink and started talking shit about us. And she was like, oh, I thought they were good guys. I don't know where this is coming from. So you have not spoken to her at this point. Not beyond but the door. But she drove six hours. Over six Showed hours, up at yeah. the same time and you didn't even, you, neither of you acknowledged each other? No. Uh, so then when we like were leaving there, we kind of slipped out the back and tried to go through this alley so we weren't going to be followed. And in crossing, I think they were stuck at a stoplight and we were crossing one way. Somebody yelled. I can't remember exactly it's, what it this was. This is wildly Somebody yelled at me. Somebody yelled at me like, I fucking see you. I don't remember what it was. Oh but but anyway, we slip into it. We go for like one bar and then the next bar. I don't see her until I'm literally stumbling back to the hotel room because I just ended up drinking too much. Greg's going somewhere else. So I'm, I'm just going back to the hotel room alone. And then a very drunken conversation happened as I was going through the door and I just told the security guard at the uh, hotel that I have a room here and I'm being harassed and they Holy kicked her out. Shit. So, so that's my story. Yeah, that's wild. Literally, even I haven't done shit like that. And I've done some crazy ass shit. As you can read in my book, he's making you crazy. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You know, it's honestly, somehow it's become such a fond memory that... <laughs> fond memory, he says. <laughs> well, because I never felt like threatened. I never felt like I was in danger. No. It's just kind of, it's just a funny situational story. Correct. I don't hate this ex. I'm not yeah. still in contact with her, but I'm not going to say anything negative why do you about think, her. Why do you think she drove that far, but like didn't approach you? I guess that's where like oh, my, she, she my crazy girl brain is like, I've never driven that far. Believe it or not, guys. The furthest I've driven is probably like 30 minutes to an hour. Now, as far as what lengths have I gone to? That's a whole nother story. But distance? Nah, mama, mama doesn't have time for that shit. Yeah. So she did approach me, but we went to lengths to try to keep a distance between us. Was she like trying to get you back or like? I didn't feel like it at that point, but I think we had a very rocky relationship that I know from Kristen's book that I had a hand in making her crazy. I'm well aware of that. I did some things that were somewhat shady at times and it definitely drove her to some lengths. That one was a little extreme, but not going to talk shit about her. I think she has a good heart. and Yeah, I mean, I think mine is is just it, which is in my book also. But long story short, since if you guys don't read my book, 
it was only like 30 minutes to an hour, but I thought that my boyfriend was cheating on me. Well, actually, I didn't even think he was cheating on me. I thought he was like out of town in Georgia at some like carpet cleaning fucking convention with his family. And I woke up, women's intuition, you got to trust it. And my gut told me something's not right. I was the receptionist of the company. So I called the company line and his uncle answered who was supposed to be out of town. And I immediately just went like, dude. I don't think I said what the fuck, but essentially, and he was stammering, like could not make a single word out. Just, uh, uh, I, uh, mm, uh, uh. I'm like, yep, that's what I thought. And two days in a row, I drove to my boyfriend's house and found the same car in the driveway. The girl stayed. It's a long story, but I would consider those like the lengths that I went to it was like to show up and like prove it. Like I knew it. Right. I'm driving 30 miles. And this is when I was really young too. So those are our answers. Uh, okay. Next one. Uh, who is my favorite ex-boyfriend? Um, my favorite ex-boyfriend is probably, I would say Tom Sandoval first because we're actually friends now and I love his relationship with Ariana. And then Carter is a close second cause we're still buddies. We're not as close as Tom and I are, but those are the only two ex-boyfriends I have that I don't hate. So <laughs> fair enough. Uh, next, if you could be any animal, what animal would you be and why Luke? You know, I go back and forth because I like the idea of being able to fly. And so a bird is like super attractive, but what do you want to be a dolphin? Because they bang a lot. That's part of it. But okay. think about water, though. It's like being able to fly. When you've got, oh, you got like can, a ceiling oh, well, there, fair. but it's like you're flying I the depths dolphins. and everything. I think being a dolphin would be awesome. Okay. I'd like to be a giraffe. Really? Duh. They have the best eyelashes. They're super tall and oh beautiful. <laughs> they eat trees. I'm obsessed with them. They yes. Uh, Done. Interesting. That's like the easiest thing in the entire fucking world. Okay. Uh, next question. Um, who said I love you first and how? I feel like we talked about this before, but maybe not. But uh, Luke said, I love you first. It was me. And I kind of danced around it. I was like, you were sweating. Like, I didn't know if you were going to tell me you were like an underground, like serial killer or what. Um, I don't say that much. It's not happened a lot in my life. You and dropped me off at the airport and you started like shaking. And you were like, I gotta tell you something. And I was like, oh, fuck. Okay, you're, you're Are you married? Dramatizing this. Well, that's how it felt to me. I'm like, actually, I'm married. I actually have two wives and four kids with each. No. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I like told her I loved her and then like backtracked a little bit was like, it's not like I'm like in love with you, but like, we're like I best like friends. I like, you know, I love you, bro. <laughs> you know, that's like, was my backtrack on it. And then later down the road, I was like, okay, I'm in love with you. Which I love when you say I'm in love with you. I get like, so, uh, I start blushing. And then in my apartment one time you said something really cute. And I said, who are you? Like, who are you? And you go, your boyfriend. And I started giggling and I was like, oh, fuck. Fuck, do I have a boyfriend now? <laughs> Shit. So that's how it happened. Um, next question. Would we elope and not tell anyone until afterward? I'm going to say no. I say no as well. I think there's maybe potential we would elope, but it wouldn't be behind everyone's back and act like nothing happened. Correct. Like we could, we might, yeah, we've actually talked about like, do we do the thing our friends Jason and yeah. Janet did where they like got married and essentially had a destination wedding and honeymoon on the same day, but we all knew about it. We all watched a live stream of it and we celebrated with them prior to that. Right. 
But no, I yeah, I wouldn't pull like a quickeroo on people. Is that a word? I don't think so. Well, it is now. Okay. But I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't just like lie to our friends and family because we're way too close to our friends and family to do yep. shit like that. Agreed. Okay. Next. How do I know Josh Peck? <laughs> I love that you guys are paying attention to this shit. I mean, Josh will be on my podcast sooner than later. He clearly is a very well-working man, father, husband to one of my closest friends, Paige. And if you guys haven't read Josh's book yet, I highly recommend it. It's called Happy People Are Annoying and just obviously film and TV. He's the shit. But I've known Josh since literally right when I moved to L.A. And when I have him on, you'll hear more about it. Next question. Uh, what surprised us the most about each other? So like what surprised you about me once you got to know me and what surprised me about you? You think like once I got to know you or like out the gate because I feel... Either way, whatever you think. The biggest surprising thing to me was just having not knowing you at all previous to the wedding, right? We'd been around each other a little bit. You had a boyfriend. Did you stop my Instagram? Briefly. Okay. I mean, I had looked at it. I believe I was following you after the first time I met you and... Uh, Good for me. Denver. Okay, so what surprised you? <laughs> no, what surprised me was just like kind of the whole, the kind of the foundation that has why I like, I don't want to say obsessed, but why I came like fell in love with you and like kept pursuing this is because you made me feel so comfortable and my skin and like just being exactly who I am. I don't always feel that. I, like it felt like I was very rare and like out the gate was like, holy shit, she like is totally into exactly who I am. And wants to know more. And she like wants to know these things that I'd be hesitant to bring up, but I bring it up and she celebrates it. And then I thought that was surprising. And I mean, it's cool. I love that. So you basically just think I'm awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I think you're awesome. Yeah. And mine was that you're not just some like Indiana hunter fishery person and that you had like a lot of depth to you and... You weren't hard. You weren't douchey. You weren't some frat like looking. But I don't know because you like golf and you when you have your like polo on and all that, you like just look like that guy, hmm. like that Midwest fucking country club dude. I used to like be surrounded by slash also that hunter. I'm a hard ass, you know, type person. And you're literally neither one. So don't judge a book by its cover, people. You also told me earlier that you were... So you have a giant penis? No. Oh, what? (laughs) Alexa told you that. Anyway. (laughs) What? What else did I say? No, the first time... Uh, you first time you saw me in Colorado after you know, the first time we like re-met. Okay. You know, at the wedding, before the wedding. Correct. That when I walked up, you were like, oh... He's taller. Oh, yeah. You and were has taller broader and ho- shoulders. You were and he's taller like, way and hotter than I remember. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was like, oh, like I stood up and I was like, oh, shit. Oh, God, I feel like a, feel like a girl. Like, oh, this could be interesting. And then you got a haircut right then and there. And then I was like, hot damn. What's mm-hmm. happening? It's tingly. It's a little tingly <laughs> down there. Yeah. Butterflies and blood flow, right? Butterflies and blood flow, y'all. I'm telling you, that is the magic to a fucking relationship. 
Well, guys, thank you so much for listening as always. And Luke and I love you. And I cannot wait to have Katie on next week. So definitely tune in, subscribe, do all the shit you're supposed to do. Please tell everyone about our podcast. And if you have any questions, DM me, DM Luke, send us an email. You know the jam. We love you so much. Happy 2023. And don't judge me because I'm about to be 40. That's all. Happy 2023. Hey, everybody, <laughs> talk to me. Email me. Uh, DM me. I'm going to be out for a couple weeks. I might miss a couple episodes. So shoot me some stuff I can talk about, some stuff I can address when I'm back Yeah, home. where, where so. are our bros at? Come on, man. Yeah, any guys listen to the podcast? We want to we hear from you dudes as well as you awesome ladies. So we love you guys, and we will talk to you next week. Have a great week, everybody. Bye. Make sure to follow us on social media. You can follow me on all platforms at Kristen Doty and follow Luke on Instagram at Luke double underscore Broderick. Be sure to click the subscribe button so you can stay up to date with new episodes every single Wednesday. Thanks for listening. See you next week. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.